What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. This is your host, Carl Snell, alongside Austin McFarlane, where we'll talk about real estate, finance, and everything in between. What's up, guys? Wise Guys here, reporting in, checking in. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, I got Carl alongside with me today. What's going on, everybody? That's right. Today, what I wanted to do was just give a high-level um, talk about monetary policy and how that ties in with your personal finance. Why is that important? A lot of time, we see on the news what's going on with um, whether it be the Federal Reserve actions or whether it be actions taken up on the current any administration in regards to raising taxes, lowering taxes, raising the debt ceiling. And sometimes we get lost in seeing that and ignore the fact that those things do tie in in some way, shape, or form with your personal finance and what decisions you should make. So I just kind of wanted to give a high-level review of how that all ties in together. Um, and so you can see what actions and decisions you should be looking to make during each type of or time or conditions. So monetary policy in itself is the plan of action taken by the monetary authority and a sovereign state. Um, so for us in the United States, that monetary authority is the Federal Reserve. Uh, the functions of this group include maintaining the money supply and achieving economic goals. The two types of actions taken by this group to maintain the money supply and achieve those goals are expansionary and contractionary um, policies. Um, so whichever is taking place during that time is really going to dictate how the government in itself moves and that all that from a macro standpoint, trickling down all the way in the, to a micro standpoint of how you should conduct yourself in your personal finance. Um, one thing that we have to understand is that money itself and the flow of it acts as a living organism, meaning it's, has response, it will respond to the conditions that it's in, going back to what type of policy is being used. Um, so that being said, it's important to know the flow cycle or stages of it and how to conduct yourself during that time. Um, so what is this monetary, what is the state of monetary policy now? Currently, the Fed is uh, looking to keep rates at 0%. However, the proposal early on, early on from as late as last year to as early as, early as this year was that they wanted to keep the interest rates at, interest rates at 0% through 2023. They thought that would give us the economy a, a, a good amount of time to take advantage of those 0% rates to keep the money flowing in the country. Because what they didn't want is with the pandemic and the shutdowns for that money flow to, to slow down and create bigger economic problems. So think of it this way, the monetary policy in a sense is it's, it's a way to control or help guide the flow of money. Correct. It's important because you never want to have too much cash in the market at one time, and you never want to have too less of cash in the market at one time. It's really a continuous and balancing act where you're pulling button or pulling levers and pushing buttons to really control the 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 flow of money in a balanced way. Correct. Right. So that that those actions can be done in multiple ways, whether that's raising taxes, lowering interest rates giving out stimulus money, um, 
and then taken back again in raising taxes, whether it be in a municipality or the feds. That's why a lot of people are freaking out because Biden is in talks to raise taxes and mm-hmm. he's doing so in an effort to pull that money back that was handed out right. via stimulus package. Correct. Right? So it was great when we got it, but you had to know at some point that they're gonna Uncle Sam's gonna reach back right across that table and pull some of that back. Correct. Right? And it has to happen because we doled out so much money, free tax free money, that we need to recoup that back to continue building roads as he's trying to the infrastructure thing is big Mm-hmm. Anchor to hang on in his administration, so you you'll see things like that, and that and that goes in any level of government, whether again on a macro level as far as the the current administration to your current your local municipality, mm-hmm. whether the mayor of wherever city you're li- living at right. has to raise tax or whatever, it's those actions taken to help control the flow of money. Okay, all right, so. Like I said, the the, the the Fed's proposal now is to change that from 2023 when they were um, proposing to increase the rates from 0%. Now they're looking to do it as soon as next year. Okay, what does that mean? And why are they doing that? Well, recently there's grown concern that because interest rates have held flat for so long mm-hmm. and we kept pumping money into the markets right. and the economy... That what it happened is cr- inflation right. creates. Mm-hmm. Re- inflation is a result. And let's stop for a second. What is inflation? Inflation, in the simplest terms, or simplest explanation rather, is an increase of goods, the prices mm-hmm. of goods. Right. So, inflation is when your milk goes from a dollar fifty to two dollars and fifty cents. Right. Doesn't seem like a lot, but that high level of increase goes across the board mm-hmm. so that just means your groceries got more expensive your gas got more expensive your everything that everything you buy just right. gets more expensive right. right so in order to contract that you have to pull back the money out the market mm-hmm. how do you do that you raise taxes you increase the interest rates you make people um you basically just have to. You, you basically got to get the money back. You got to slow it down. Yeah, you got to slow the money down, right? Yeah. You got to slow the money down so those prices then mm-hmm. can start leveling Correct. back down. That's exactly right. Um, so because of that, you know, people don't like that. Inflation is bad, right? right? Though it's good when, again, it's a cycle. You're happy because you're getting all this cash when your taxes are lowered and you're getting extra mm-hmm. money, but you have to know. At some point, you're going to give it back. So, and I'll tie that in again and shortly to see why I'm harping on that point so much. Um, so, again, like I said, inflation is increasing, and that's why they're getting pressure from the administration, the current administration. They were getting pressure from the Trump administration even mm-hmm. before he left to not elongate that process of having interest rates so low. Mm-hmm. And now they're feeling the heat and seeing the response in the market due to increased inflation. So now they're saying, you know what? We can then now look to raise interest rates as soon as 2022, which mm-hmm. is in a few months. You're so right. expect to see um, interest rates go up and the result of that will be prices will get lower, but 
Borrowing then becomes harder again. Mm-hmm. Um, buying big ticket items become a little bit more expensive again. Your trading value for your car becomes less. Mm-hmm. And those trickle down with effects you'll see carry out throughout you know your daily life. Um, home prices have also increased and where we're seeing that the availability in a lot of markets, and I know Chicago is one of these rare breeds where it's a lot different. And I'll let you um, advise the people on that because I'm not too well versed. But I do know as a as home home uh, index as a whole, mm-hmm. we're seeing very um, lack of inventory as people are buying things up Correct. at a rapid pace. But home prices are starting to increase again, which means, which is a good sign mm-hmm. in the sense that that market starts to level out and behave itself as it should. Because right now, the home buying is, is not really right. an influx. It's really an influx. However, let's move on to, to not um, harp on that point too long. For the stock market, right now, the conditions of that um, and how monetary policy affects that, because of the, the rise in inflation and because of the increased talks of raising taxes, we're seeing the stock market react with very, I would say, caution. Um, the the VIX curve, which is an indicator of how volatile the market is, um, it is going down, and we are seeing more money pumped into the stock market. But it could, I think, it's just it's a um, anticipation of the holiday season, mm-hmm. and people know that consumer spending coming up. Right. I think if we remove that variable, we'll see a lot of people taking their money out because they feel like stocks are overvalued. Mm-hmm. And they feel that the return right now is not favorable. I think that VIX curve is being drawn down because of people expecting the holiday season again. But I think because of the talks of raising taxes, people are not really looking to buy up right. you know, a bunch of stocks right now. So what does that mean for you and me? Of course, still invest. But be more, do a little bit more research if you are buying big ticket stocks like an Apple or mm-hmm. a Tesla because you might lose money in the sense that they're overvalued right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to wait till market levels up and you'll see a dip in those prices. All right, so how does that tie all in together for you and me, Carl? How does that affect our personal finances, which is the big, the big thing here? Um, so, but remember early on in the conversation, I mentioned to you that there's two types of monetary policy. There's expansionary policy and contractionary policy. In simplest term, expansionary policy is what it sounds like. We need to expand the cash right. flow in the market. We're going to pump money into it. Again, we've seen Demo. that. Yeah, stimmies. <laughs> exactly, with the stimmies, right? In re- that's right. So in recent events, we've seen that in real time, we're pumping the money is either directly depositing money in your account, lower taxes so you get more money back, mm-hmm. um, grants, uh, a lot of government offers, just ways to give the people money, right. put them in their pockets because they know that you put an extra dollar in your pocket, you're going to spend it. Right? Without a doubt. Yeah. So consciously, they are <laughs> literally... This is not something, hey, we want you to no. progress to the next level and save this money and no, invest it. You to spend it. They want yeah. you to spend it. And you're right. going to spend it. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
I mean, that's another topic for another day right. that you shouldn't. However, right. <laughs> that's the goal here when you see an mm-hmm. influx of cash in the market. The goal here is to say, if I know I give, let's say, call hundred dollars tax free, mm-hmm. I bank that he's gonna spend eighty dollars of that. Eighty percent right. <laughs> of that money is coming right back to me some way, shape, right. form, and within a week. Right. Could be a day. Right. 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 <laughs> Could be the same day. Right. <laughs> you know, you never know. So they do. They have smart people around here. They know. Right. They know. If we pump a trillion dollars out. The, the, because keep in mind it would be very bad if everyone saved that stimulus yeah it would be very bad if they everyone just put it on the mattress mm-hmm. because it didn't, it didn't, it didn't you lose you lost right, right. you didn't stimulate the economy you right. stimulated your bank account safes and mattresses yeah yeah right um so they know they need they the, that's why you'll see when the stimulus stimulus um Checks were sent out. Just an abundance of commercials of sales Mm -hmm. and low prices and dealerships given the... Running around on these, uh, what's these, these three-wheeler bikes Uh that you've been saying? Have you been seeing a lot of those? I didn't see any of those until the stimulus checks came along. I don't know what they call the tri- the tri the tricycle uh, the little tricycle yeah the, the tri- motorcycles yeah I know what yeah, you're saying the, yeah. the try try something mm-hmm. I wanted one of those I'm yeah. looking to get one of those yeah yeah but, yeah but to my way you uh, the abundance of commercials mm-hmm. a lot of motorcycles got bought during this time you know a lot of unnecessary slingshots and all this crazy stuff a lot of unnecessary mm-hmm. purchases were made and rightfully so that's just good business if right. I know if I know Everyone is going to get a check for free. Mm-hmm. It is my job to put as many yeah. much advertisement out there to get you to purchase some of my stuff. Correct. Right? Yeah. You're going to spend it with somebody. You're going to spend it with Why somebody. Why not spend it with me? Why not spend it with me? Right. <laughs> okay, so again, that's the expansionary portion of it. And uh, on the other side, you have the con- contractionary policy. Again, as I mentioned earlier, that is just, again, the, the opposite... The opposite tactic. This is the government reaching its arm back in the market and grabbing all your money or not your, well, yeah, your money, including everyone, and pulling it back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people get up in arms because they don't want that to happen. Right. But you got to understand, in a lot of cases, it has it's, to happen. It has to happen. Right? It has to happen. We can't have too much money in circulation in the market. We've seen examples of this during the Great Depression. Right. When people were literally rolling barrels of dollar bills to mm-hmm. buy a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. right? When the loaf of bread becomes $1,000, right? if a loaf of bread is $1,000, imagine what gas costs. Right. Imagine what yeah. buying a t-shirt costs. Mm-hmm. That's a lot That's of money. That's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. Your paycheck becomes worthless yeah. when bread is $1,000. So it takes tactics like this to, again, pump and pull money out. The goal of that is to level prices, keep things even kill, so bread does not become $1,000 a loaf, right? So during these times, it's important to identify what type of policy the Fed is using because that allows you to know what you should be doing with your wallet. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, right now, we, we are coming off the tail end of an expansionary policy. 
we are still pumping money into the economy to get the economy keep going. However, you're seeing and hearing the talks of how we are now going to start transitioning into a contractionary policy, mm-hmm. meaning they're going to reach out to put your money back. So again, what does that mean for you and your wallet, Carl? Mm-hmm. That means it's time to slow down spending correct, and start putting that money under your mattress or in the safe mm-hmm. or in the bank, obviously, or in the market. Because you're, you should expect your check to have to be less. They're mm-hmm. going to start raising taxes, right? right? You're going to get less money back when you file your uh, tax return, or right? Pay more. Or pay more. Or pay more. Mm-hmm. So what that spells for you is time to um, now save. So one thing just to make it simple to, to guide everybody, the way I look at it and the way I do is... Just do the opposite of whatever the policy is. Right. Whatever current policy you're under, do the opposite. What does that mean? If the if the Fed wants to expand the market and they're pumping money in, into your into the economy, take that money, save it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then when it's contractionary, take that money, spend it. Right. Why do you want to spend on the contractionary? Because everything's gonna be low. Mm-hmm. Right? When the when the government is pulling money out. That means prices have, have to, to drop, Correct. right? So they're going to be cheaper than they were when the expansion. It's just common sense. Right. If everyone has a lot of money, things are going to be expensive. If everyone doesn't have a lot of money, things are going to be cheaper. Right. So you want to buy your big ticket, your homes, your cars, your boats, your yachts, whatever, during a contractionary period because you're going to get the best price. You're correct. Right? The only thing in an expansionary period that is good, like we've seen, is when interest rates are low. Mm-hmm. However, you're going to get a deal on the interest rate, you're going to get hurt on the price. So yeah. you're going to get a good, you're going to get a great house that you want, mm-hmm. more value, but your interest rate is going to be amazing. Correct. Which <laughs> does make it affordable. Which makes it more affordable. Right. Or easier to afford. Right. Right. So a lot of people you have it backwards. Right. Right? Because a lot of people see these, the, oh man, 0%, I got to buy a home, which is... Technically, the way to go, right? But you're more than likely going to get killed on that price. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, versus a contractionary period where you'll pay maybe even four percent just because of the nature of the the, mm-hmm. the land. But you're going to make a killing on that price. Which is the better two? To me, I'd say get the price because why? When that property value increases, which the hope it is for two, right? You're going to come out more on the back end than you will on the front right. end. Yeah. Right? Of course. So that that kind of ties everything down together, which is which is what I'm trying to uh, get everyone here to understand is, again, in simplest terms, identify what the monetary policy is, what we're under. Again, right now, we're still in an expansionary period, but we're now starting to transition. And the best thing to take note for what you should do and how to behave is just simply do the opposite of what's happening. Mm-hmm. When it's expanding, Save when it's contracting, spending. Right. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope everyone is doing well. Carl, thanks for joining me today to talk about my Always. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.